welcome to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loisel. And with me today, <laughs> what? It's Mark Salcedo with his loud ass laptop. You can hear that. Oh, you're making a face and i was like what because <laughs> i have one ear out and i sound a lot louder without my headphones on mm-hmm. so i was like what am i sounding funny no you sound good <laughs> me on the other hand you know mark salcedo um what am i magic editor piece of shit piece of shit no i'm just kidding <laughs> screen geek dot piece of shit yeah that sounds right that sounds right to me at piece of shit gmail. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Sounds French. Piece of shit. You know what the, the French don't say? What? Hey, Blimpo, too many Twinkies. <laughs> oh, that's where that line's from. Okay, because I'm like, I don't remember uh, Ryan Reynolds saying that, but he totally would say that. But that Ryan Reynolds didn't say that. So he totally wouldn't say it. I, no. I, I don't know. He would say it, but he didn't say it. Yeah. Also, he's more clever. It was hard to get a quote because, you know, all of his shit was back and forth stuff. It wasn't like standalone quotes. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. He's good with his banter. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't mm. I couldn't use that as a quote. Mm-hmm. So, ta-da. You should have just used it. You should have used the banter as a quote, but like just been yourself playing both parts. <laughs> Maybe I will next I time. I know. I would have been like, oh my God. <laughs> Something's wrong with her. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal to ease in real. And you can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com if you're brave enough. Um, please review us on iTunes. We'll get noticed. And our segments for the show today are a recent review of The Adam Project. Variety time. Do I have to adult? I almost couldn't say geriatric. I was like, no, you're right. Cinematic. Our geriatric cinematic is The Flight of the Navigator. Came out before I was born. I f- is it? I, fuck, I need to double check this shit. Or triple check it, actually. It's Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. Not no. The Flight of the Navigator? Yeah, it is Flight of the Navigator. I mean, who's counting? Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's usually me, not you. So, uh, huh, huh, huh. Mark, stop being weird and tell us the topic. <laughs> oh yeah, this topic's not totally weird at all. Going on a trip on this fucking spaceship. Ow! Reach into. It. Oh, your piercing hurt? Yeah. Would you be manly? Look, my glasses are resting on my ear, <laughs> and then the headphones are pushing on my glasses. Uh, why don't you like put it like this, like on your cheekbone? Cause then, cause then it pushes on my glasses. Yeah, but it keeps it in place and doesn't, doesn't hit you. No, your, your it doesn't. Piercing. It pushes on my nose. Like, uh, well, you're take... not wearing glasses. Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I need glasses so I can read the docket. No, you don't. Unless you want to host. You don't need to read. I'll read everything for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is what I'm going to read. Okay. <laughs> File, edit, view, insert, format, tools, add-ons, help. That's the show today. Help is like the most important part mm-hmm. because I, that's what you need. I know, right? <laughs> As my daughter would say, Dad, get some help. 
I know. She's been saying that forever. <laughs> she's going to keep saying it. Like, <laughs> she'll be 80 years old. Dad, give some help. And I'm already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So when you get into it, you just want to get into the review? Yes. Okay. I was trying to think of something to talk about, but nope. I've been just been working mm-hmm. and working. I had something to talk about, but you wanted to find out like yesterday, so or two days. You just still bring it up for everyone else who no, didn't know. It's, it's bullshit. It's old. It's old. Yeah, I don't even really <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now who's moody? I'm not moody. Yeah, I just don't want to talk about that it. That sounds like someone who's like, I don't want to watch that show because you already watched it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to tell that story because I already told you that story. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, let's go. What are we doing? Um, I don't know. I thought you were reading shit. No, I'm just kidding. Our recent review of The Adam Project. Are you going to slow down? There's no one even following us. Don't look back. Look up. Uh, I think we're about to have some company. Stop the car. What? What? Stop! Go, 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 go. Workers! Laura, this is me. Hi. Parallel contact, babe. Well, you know, you've always said that you wished you'd met me earlier. Here I am. <laughs> Do you remember this? I mean, if this is happening to me, it already happened to you, right? Unless it works more like a multiverse where each ripple oh, creates an alternate A multiverse? My God, we watched too many movies. 2050, is it really bad? It's not great. Find him. Get ready to run. The synopsis is, a time-traveling pilot teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Directed by Sean Levy, written by Jonathan Tropper, T.S. Nolan, Jennifer Flackett, and Mark Levin. It stars Ryan Reynolds, Walker Scobell, Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, Zoe Saldana, and Catherine Keener. Hmm. Jennifer Flackett. The name sounded really familiar, and I was like, where have I seen her work? And I found out. What? Uh, she's done work on, like, uh, what's it called? Big Mouth, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Names Island, Little Man. Just, like, stuff here and there. Uh, so, The Adam Project. Um, I completely forgot this movie was coming out. Like, I heard about it. And I heard about it because Netflix paid like a hefty price for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like, oh, yeah, Adam Project's coming out this month. Like, oh, shit, okay. I guess we're watching that then. I had no idea what it was because I know I'd seen it been passing on mm-hmm. Netflix, but there wasn't a picture of anybody. It was just the big red font. Oh, really? It just said The Adam Project. Yeah, and I seriously thought it was a science documentary. 
There, you know what? There is a science documentary called The Adam Project. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's why I was like, what? Uh, okay. Mm. Well, I mean, clearly, like a lot of this movie has actual science fact. It is a science documentary. We yeah. just, it just never happened because you know. Because time is wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so, Kelsey, what did you think of the Adam Project? <sighs> I like this movie. I want to say you sound exhausted from thinking about it. I'm tired. Green, stop. <laughs> what did you like about it? Why, 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 why? Oh, why did you like it? Because Ryan Reynolds. And it's Ryan Reynolds. So you're you're not of the camp. There's a there's a slow building camp of people not liking Ryan Reynolds because they're acting. tired of him doing the same old shit. I don't mm-hmm. see enough of his stuff to mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't watch um, that movie. Which one? The, the, the one that came out recently uh, with him as a video game. Oh, Free Guy? Yeah, I didn't watch that. Oh, okay. All right. All so right. so I'm not part of the camp of people who are getting tired of his bullshit yeah, because yeah. I don't watch most of his bullshit. And that's the thing. Like, I've been watching Ryan Reynolds films since, like, fucking, like, Van Wilder. You know, I've seen, like, even some of his bad rom-coms. Um, still not tired of his performance. He's actually, like, a legit uh, dramatic actor. Uh-huh. He did this really great movie called Buried. Uh, I think it was called Buried. I hope it's... I, I think it's buried. Um, that's actually that's actually like legit good. And he did another one called like The Nines or something like that. This independent kind of like sci-fi movie. I feel like his humor is like I feel like I can like him as much as I do because mm-hmm. I grew up with Jim Carrey and that was like the childish humor and Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds kind of brings a certain energy almost like Jim Carrey but it's more grown up. Yeah. And more clever. Yeah. Um, so I think that's yeah. why I'm not tired of his shit. <laughs> yeah, Buried. Buried came out 2010. That was like a dramatic role. And it was, I, I thought it was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, it's it's funny. Like, I, I, I was enjoying this movie uh while watching it and i had got to a point where i started like nit not, not necessarily nitpicking but like just being like all right that doesn't make sense logic doesn't make sense here this is kind of stupid and all that kind of stuff um but i realized like this was a movie that like knew what it wanted to be which was essentially like just just turn your brain off seriously let, let's just be like a family adventure type film and stuff like that you know this movie clearly is aimed at like i don't know if it's aimed at the four quadrant market but like pretty close it's family friendly it's comedy there's action likable characters um there is somewhat of a love story um my only i think my i think one of my gripes is that like like you can tell this movie should have been in theaters yeah when you were texting me about the movie, mm-hmm. you were done with the movie already, or you were still you were watching it? No, I was done with the movie. Oh, because I honestly thought you hated the movie because the way you were texting me, you're like, I oh, you know what? I think I I think that I think I was like coming out at the end, and I was having like like it was like this force emotional beat. Uh-huh. I think that was the part I was just like, oh, like why are they trying to make me? feel sad about like this particular like turn of events and shit like that but 
like I said, in hindsight, it's it's it fits. Yeah, it fits. It fits the narrative, and that's why I was like, all right, I didn't really hate the movie like I thought I I thought I originally did. Ah. Um, what did you think of? Okay, so I think this one of the selling points is the action. Yeah. What did you think of the action in this in this movie? It was entertaining. I don't mm-hmm. think there was anything super special about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was shot well and the pacing was right. Yeah, it's very it's actually kind of very fast pace kind yeah. of thing, but not like breakneck speed. We're like, oh yeah, my it's god, it's not too fast. On? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. if you went to the bathroom and came back, you'd miss a lot. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. I, what this movie is what a good. I think this movie's like a good like hour and forty minutes or something. Uh, it's a good hour and forty minutes, and it went by pretty fucking quick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Sean Levy's directing. He he's one of the minds behind uh, Stranger Things, and this is like his his wheelhouse, like this type of like action, kid friendly type of stuff. Even like with like Free Guy. I bet you he used the same cinematography then too cinematographer because it felt like the colors were i don't know the colors to me were standing out a lot like i if when i think Mm. about this movie Mm -hmm. even before we were talking about it right now like Mm -hmm. it just felt like everything was like not overly saturated with color but like Mm -hmm. it was visually interesting to me so okay so this dude his name is tobias schillisler (laughs) He's where is he from? He's from Germany. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was think I was actually thinking this was the dude behind Free Guy, the cinematography, but it's not him. But no. he's done some good stuff. He's done fast paced type stuff like Spencer Confidential. Uh, let me see, Patriots Day, The Good Liar. Uh, I did Ballers too. Hancock. Oh, no wonder why he looks so fucking famous. That's Hancock. what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, but he did Friday Night Lights too. All right, Babe, Dreamgirls. He puts yeah. a lot of color into his work. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. and that's why I'm like, I like this. Like, oh shit, he did Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Fuck. It's <laughs> the third one in the trilogy. Farewell to the Flesh. Yeah. No, that's the second one. I think actually. Yeah. Um. Okay, other than Ryan Reynolds, anybody else that you enjoyed uh, performance-wise? I thought the the kid, uh, Walker Scobell, oh, who played me. the younger Adam, mm-hmm. he did a great job. Yeah. He, like, he could keep up with Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He could bring the tears when he needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I totally believed the type of uh, snark and intelligence that came off of him. Yeah, it's 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 funny because you know I mean it's it's in the synopsis. So like Ryan Reynolds encounters a younger version of himself, which is played by Walker Scobell. Scobell, and like the way how they go back and forth, like the banter and everything, you're like, oh, like you would think that they either clone Ryan Reynolds or they. Oh, I'm sorry, not clone. They put his brain. They cloned his brain and put into a kid. Yeah, exactly. To like keep up that level of banter and like that level of like comedy. Or maybe that's the sun, or whatever, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, and and that's the thing. Like, Kelsey, you know this, and the people who've been listening to this podcast long enough, and other people who know me well, I'm not like a fan of like children performing because there's always like a level of like, 
either they're trying too hard or they just can't do it right or something or like that. Or the way they're written is like, oh, that's a kid. He's supposed to be annoying. And then he's really fucking annoying. And you're like, why am I watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but like this kid, I actually, I don't think there was ever a moment where I was just like, yeah, I don't like this fucking kid. That kid's knocking. It sounds like a window. Ah. I wonder if it's the kids upstairs because, you know, they don't listen when they, we just don't recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, other than action, so other than the action, is there anything about Sean Levy's uh, directing that you might have enjoyed? Well, other than the action, I mm. think the pacing was good. Yeah, um, that, yeah. I think that he did a pretty good job making uh, Catherine Keener's character mm. uh, Maya Sorian. That woman, I I love seeing Kathleen Keener. She's she's been acting for decades now. She's a, she's done like a lot of independent stuff and also like mainstream stuff. But seeing her playing the villain, I was like, all right, I'm totally with this. Yeah, I've, like, I've always like seen her. I think that they they did a good job um, with that character in particular. Mm-hmm. Zoe Saldana, I was I don't know, I love her and she's gorgeous, but like I was like, why? Like, why is she in this? movie? Why is she in this movie? Yeah, it, it's funny because like... And like also her character... For everybody else who has was on screen, right? Mm-hmm. I cared about every single person mm-hmm. except for her. I, I just felt like they didn't write her well enough in the amount yeah. of time that she was on the screen yep. for me to really want to care about her. Yep, yep. They had a lot... There is a lot of... Uh, what's the opposite of subtext? Overtext, I guess? Um, yeah. Where, like, you know, Zoe Zaldana is, like, the love interest to Ryan Reynolds' character. And it was, like, so, like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like, kind of just, like, oh, yeah, we get it. Like, they're, like, like I don't know. You got a sense that, like, like, I know they were trying to, like, give me that, like, their love is, like, not that, not that, like, it's pure. It is pure, but that, like, it's so deep. And so, like, I'll travel through time to, like, love you and find you and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, but it's it came off, like, kind of forced. It, well, to me, it's not just that it was forced. They were hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, the way it was written, uh, the way Ryan was written, mm-hmm. is, like, his character, and how he performed, mm-hmm. I didn't even have to meet Zoe Saldana. Yeah. To know that he was so in love with her. Yeah. Like, I already knew that before there was all that expedition dump, like, mm-hmm. exposition dump. No, no, expedition. <laughs> they, they drove up, they drove up uh, an SUV. Yeah. And they, and they dumped and it. And they dumped it. Yeah, they dumped it right there. Um, another thing that bothered me was, like, for every, like, great scene Catherine Keener is in, there's, like, a lack of, like you said, writing with Zoe Zaldana, and even more so with, like, Jennifer Gardner. Like, she plays the mother, but it's just, like... Oh, I'm dealing with this kid with issues. And like, that's it. Well, here's two things I have to say about that. Okay. Uh, One, Mm -hmm. she wasn't really meant to be a huge part of the story. Okay. She really wasn't. I, 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 I don't think, I don't believe that. And two, I'm glad we didn't see more of her or she wasn't written in a way where we saw more of her because I don't think she's a good actress. You're not entirely wrong about that part, <laughs> but but see that what you're saying like that she wasn't supposed to have a big part of it. Well, like she she 
she did. Like she's like a side character. Like she's there. I know, but because like the boy has to have a mom, and she's yeah. a little bit into the story, but she's not going on this adventure with them. Mm-hmm. No, that's I'm not. I'm not expecting her to go on this adventure with them. But like they set up. Like there's like she's supposed to have this huge impact on this boy, you know, to the point that Ryan Reynolds, like there's even a part where Ryan Reynolds character, you know, it, it's on the IMDb it says big Adam is talking to young Adam. And it's like you treated your mother like shit, you know, and it's supposed to be like this emotional, like gut punch about the relationship with his mother. And I felt like it kind of fell flat. I don't. And the reason why is mm. because it's the same thing with Zoe Saldana. They mm-hmm. did a, a good enough job between Ryan Reynolds and Walker Scobell mm-hmm. um, bouncing off of each other and like showing you their feelings for the person, mm-hmm. for Jennifer Garner's character. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, she did have to be in the story and I felt mm-hmm. like she was adequately. Mm. I didn't want her in there anymore. She would have fucked it up. <laughs> nah, see, I don't think so. I don't think she was in there. It's like she was like there, like, oh, I'm just here to put up with this kid's bullshit. <laughs> like, that's that's how I took... Yeah, adequately. The, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's all she needed think, to be there I think, for. I, I, like, I, 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 look, I know she's not a good actress. Okay. But honestly, I felt like they could have they put, put her more of her in it to like, and written her a bit better. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to change my mind because I'm right about this. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Before we get into spoilers, let's let's talk about Mark Ruffalo right quick. Okay. And how old he looks. They really aged him up. I yeah. think they I think they honestly aged him up because I was just like, holy shit. Is he like 65 he, now? He looked like he could be the kid's grandpa. Yes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think they were trying to make him look more like a dad and less like a Marvel character. That's the thing. He already automatically looks like a dad. You just see him out on the street. You're like, that dude's totally somebody's dad. <laughs> they didn't have to like age him up any further. No, I know. Um, also, they kind of fucked up his hair. Remember everything yeah. he's been in? We're like, oh man, his hair is so nice. I know, like, that's luscious hair he's got. Here <laughs> with this movie, I'm like, Ew, his hair looks nasty, kind of like mine right don't, now. <laughs> don't light a fire near it; it's gonna catch fire know, real right? quick. They put too much, uh, like, N- not even. It. it just looks dry. <laughs> so it's gonna catch on fire like a tumbleweed. Just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> uh, or that trick paper that just goes up real fast. Oh yeah, the, the one the magicians use. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to get into the spoiler section? Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into the spoiler section, uh, talk about Adam, the Adam Project, not the documentary, <laughs> the movie, in great lengths. Uh, if you don't want to be spoiled, here's your spoiler bumper right about now. All right. Um, <sighs> trying to think of anything. Oh, okay. So, um, okay. So, what I was saying earlier about how I felt like this movie should have been in the theater, right? It should have been released in theaters. It would have been great. The summer block blockbuster. I think it would have done gangbusters and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And the effects look great up until a point 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's at the part where where Kathy Keener, her young version and her old version, are in the same room. And you can just see, like, the CGI and, like, or the, the de-aging process, like, right there for the younger version. Uh-huh. It looked horrible. Like, really bad. I didn't notice that. Oh, I noticed. I was like, ugh. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, when they would show her, when they would show the younger version of her, it would be, like, unnecessary. It would be more like a reaction shot. And you would just see, like... The effects not working. Like, like you could have cut that out. Mm-hmm. It, it was that part. It was, I mean, for all of what was going on with the movie, like the whole like space travel and time travel and like that like somewhat lightsaber that uh, Big Adam has. That was like the one thing I was like, this is taking me out of the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, back to Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds. Back to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've actually ever been in a movie together. Ryan Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo. Um, I did watch. I did enjoy watching them. Like kind of banter back and forth. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It kind of reminded me when uh, Mark Ruffalo's character or Bruce Banner would go against like Tony Stark mm-hmm. and how they would go back and forth in like uh, Age of Ultron and shit like that. Like that kind of like dynamic. It kind of reminded me of that, but it seemed like uh, like Ryan Reynolds was kind of like outpacing him a couple of times. Um, I kind of got that, but also I think it wasn't just that Ryan Reynolds was outpacing him. Mm-hmm. I think Mark Ruffalo is so good at arguing with people that I get annoyed every time he does it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm like, dude, you don't have to be right all the fucking time. <laughs> Like, he does it, even he does it as the Hulk, like, not as the Hulk, but as Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> the Hulk just arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like over the whole I'm right, you're wrong shtick that he's got going on. I'm not. You're not? No. And you know what? It's, it's, whenever, like, whenever I think about Mark Ruffalo, I, I just, I don't just think of his acting. I think of his, his activism as well. Like remember that um, remember the production company I was writing for for like a hot minute, mm-hmm. and we like went to like one of their screenings or something that they were doing, and they were doing like a documentary with Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. and Mark he was Ru- talking about fracking. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about like fracking and stuff like that, and like the way how he was acting. I mean, no, I'm sorry, the way how he was in the documentary. I can see that's why he acts like that in his movies. Because, like, he he feels the need to always be right. And some case, in a lot of cases that he is. Because he seems like it's a dude who actually, like, knows his shit. But he, like, carries that over into, like, his uh, his argument scenes. Um, and it I don't know. It's, just, it's funny because, like, I don't think I've ever seen him, like, lose an argument <laughs> in a movie role. Probably not. But, like, I don't know. He, I think he did in Zodiac. Uh, oh yeah, against well yeah, against Tony Stark there. Um, more in the sense of like, shut up or I'm gonna punch your face. In. <laughs> I I don't know. I think you're bringing real life into it, and that's not really. Mm. I don't know. If you're gonna argue about something in real life and be right, that's fine. If you're gonna argue about something in a movie, mm-hmm. and he's totally fucking wrong, mm. I'm like, dude, you're fucking annoying. Like, I'm tired of you listening to you argue with people. Well, then that's why you just got to admit that he's right. He'll stop. 
just like just so like, if i shout at the tv mark ruffalo you're right shut the fuck up no then he'll be then he'll be like okay i'm look, done don't be childish just throw something at the tv mm. that's how you that, isn't that how you normally win arguments kelsey if you're losing you like throw it you throw something at somebody yes definitely yeah that's why i have all the bruises on my face that's <laughs> <laughs> <I was> joking <laughs> um so i'm trying to think is there anything else I mean, we're, we're in the spoiler section, so there's anything that stuck out. Oh, I got a sense that Zoe Saldana kind of became the girl in the fridge. What's that? The girl in the fridge is this term that was like created, I think, like in the 80s. And it, came, it comes from DC Comics, where I believe it's Green Arrow. Um, let me look it up uh, exactly. I believe it's Green Arrow. Okay. Um, let me talk about uh, mm. what I feel about their emotional gut punch. Okay. Then. Okay. I didn't hate it as much as you did, but mm. I thought that it made me sadder. Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to be uplifting, like, hey, look, there's hope. Mm. And to me, it was sadder mm. because they already met each other that way. Now you're seeing something that already happened in their relationship. Mm. And to Wait, me, who, whose relationship? Um, Ryan Reynolds and Zoe Saldana. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Like, you see the beginning of their relationship, mm-hmm. and to me, it's like, those are not the same people that we already saw. Oh, it's almost, and at, they at never, the end? Right, and they never uh, will be. Yeah. Like, those people, like, she dies, mm-hmm. and he never gets his wife back. Yeah, that's correct. Um... So, so let me go ahead and walk that back. Because I, I said this was like a girl in the fridge trope. And it's not. The girl in the fridge trope is a very sexist trope. And I don't want to be one of those people that just throws that shit out. Like certain tropes out freely and stuff like that. What a girl in the fridge trope is like. What happened was that is named after a 1994 Green Lantern comic. In which the hero returns home to find his, that his nemesis, Major Forces, murders his girlfriend, Alexandra DeWitt. And, and stuffed in the corpse in a fridge. Um, and this is supposed to like push the character forward like i have to seek revenge out you know or mm-hmm. i have to like avenge her and shit like that but it's it's a problem because it's how women are just like sacrificed just for the man to be to find his cause and like the the term like as in like fridging or, or girl in the fridge is like she's throwing out with the trash okay okay but so this is not written quite no. like that because she definitely makes that choice yeah she makes the choice yeah yeah okay um so, uh, what, so what was I getting? Oh, okay. So you're saying about the relationship, about how that you didn't you didn't find it convincing that they would kind of find each other again. No, it's not that I didn't think that they would. Mm-hmm. I, like, all their relationship started before any of this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So fine, that's fine. Yeah. But because we got to see what happened, you know, it's like an alternate timeline type of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not the same people. Mm. And they're never going to be those people. Yeah. And so they probably will be happier. I guess there's hope in that. But, mm. like, as far as I'm concerned, she's just, like, a clone of herself. Oh, so is Ryan Reynolds. Cause I know. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're uh, both, like, it's not the same. It's like they're trying to give you the thing back. Oh, yeah. They're trying to give you, like, they made a sacrifice and you, they're, the... Uh, the writing the writing is like well 
they, here they had a happy ending happy ending anyway because of the sacrifice right but yeah. to me it's like I, I didn't find hope in that i felt like it was like like giving a kid a new teddy because their old their exact same one got mm. destroyed mm. and the kid's like okay that's great but i'm like i'm too old for that shit oh okay i get you I you know what you. i mean well speaking of too old those two look too old to be in college yeah <laughs> yeah well there's not really a lot of getting around that and, yeah. I, and I get a feeling no, like since you were talking about the de-aging of mm. Catherine keener <laughs> They mm-hmm. probably didn't. They had a good budget, but I'm sure they didn't want to spend uh, Superman's mustache money on <laughs> de-aging oh, Catherine. I mean, uh, Zoe Saldana and fucking Ryan Reynolds or Catherine Keener. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of which, Zoe, can we talk about Zoe Saldana's eyebrows? Sure. I don't remember them. You don't remember them? Nope. They were black and sick. They looked really bad on her in this movie. Really? I'm they were like, sure. they were actually pretty fucking distracting. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, because he's looking it up right now. I hope I hope she finds like a legit picture. I was just like, yo, she's like constantly intrigued or some shit like that. The, the amount of uh, the way how they drew her eyebrows in. Yeah. They weren't that thick. They They, they looked very thick to me. But they also um, like the arch. I think it was the arch that bothered. It's the arch because yeah. usually they're just round. She doesn't have an arch usually. Mm-hmm. I don't think she does. Yeah. And this, yeah, and, the, and it's kind of like thin. Mm-hmm. Her eyebrows are like dark and not very thick. Uh. So they're more distracting. So they look very <laughs> like she's pulling her forehead back and making her eyebrows yes, raise. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like she over plucked them or some shit. Or like the makeup just. The makeup just didn't know how to how to handle that. How to handle them eyebrows. No, I, yeah, I think they were just done wrong. Mm. Like, they're just thinner than they are usually. Yeah. And her left one is shorter than her right one. Um, okay, so... One, okay. I thought... I thought... I, I did think that some of the... Uh, near the end, where they... Like this movie, this movie tried to wrap stuff up too neatly. I guess is what I'm gonna be going t- towards, because that part where like they've saved the day, like you know, time travel does not exist and stuff like that, right? And there's that part where like where uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo's character is talking to Ryan Reynolds and he's just like, "I'm proud of you, boy. I'm so sorry. You know, I love you. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I want you to know that." But he kept like saying it over and over and over uh-huh. to like forced tears out of ryan reynolds like goddamn this part where you're supposed to cry and shit like that i don't feel like it was to get tears as much as it was like you're not listening to me like he knew Mm. he wasn't listening yeah but it's because he you know like you harden yourself you're not gonna fucking listen when somebody says i love you yeah but see it it reminded me it kind of reminded me like how we were saying earlier about the the relationship between zola zaldana and ryan reynolds how they're hitting you over the head yeah that's what i got a sense of it's like i already got it like like, like, five seconds cut to get to that emotional, that emotional point. That would that would have been fine. They didn't wrap everything up neatly. What? What? What did? I'm they sure look? Chuck grew up to be like a great nemesis to the world and oh like a super villain. Oh my god! You saw with the kid? Yeah. I completely forgot that that, that whole bully <laughs> thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and I I did think the uh the base the 
like the throw. What's it? Called? It shows how much I don't. I didn't have a dad in my life. What's that thing called? The playing catch. There you go. Jesus Christ! That is not a dad thing, by the way. <laughs> it is. No, it is a, it is I a used very, to play a, catch with my brothers and my sister all the fucking time. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be. I'm like, not their dad. You raised them like you're their dad. Not really. I helped them out a lot, but. <laughs> um. Yeah, the the catch, the the playing the catch. catch, the catch, the playing the catch scene between like all three of them. I don't, like I said, this this movie, it does this thing where like it's it hangs on to like these emotional scenes because it's like you're supposed to feel something. You're supposed to feel something. You're supposed to feel something like here, mm-hmm. and it's just like, dude, you don't have to like force it down my throat. Well, like, I kind of like that scene, but I feel like mm. they dragged it on a little too and long. And that's what it, that's what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, they like I'm not saying the scene was bad. I thought I thought it was a sweet scene. The dad, um Mark Ruffalo's character, the dad is going to it's playing catch with his son at an age that he'll never see and then as an adult version of his son, you know? Mm-hmm. That that I thought that was actually really sweet. It just dragged on a little bit too long. Like a like, like, you already say, knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah. So, okay, so you don't have to show them playing catch for, like, a whole two minutes. It sure felt like a whole two minutes. It probably was, like, 30 seconds, but my God, it felt long. You could have just had, like, showed them once, each once, and then mm-hmm. go back and you see that they're not there. <laughs> because I felt like that would have been better because you, the audience, feel like you didn't get enough time. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, God fucking damn it. I'm, this is boring. <laughs> I did. I did find it somewhat funny that uh, he's like he's just playing catch with himself. <laughs> I was like, I've done that. I play catch with myself because <laughs> my dad wasn't around. Oh my god! <laughs> Your brother never played catch with you. Fuck no. Why not? Because he was off doing his own thing. Shit. That, Even he, when you guys were little. Like I said, he was off doing his own thing. There's like a. F- six year difference between us and he was just like i'm doing my own shit like fuck you hmm. he didn't literally say that but he might as well yeah i get that there's six years between me and my older brother too and mostly he just threw shit at me mm-hmm. or tried to you know make me fall off the back of a moped yeah so there you go you didn't play catch with him <laughs> Oh, he, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. He did. He did play catch with you, but he just threw it at you, not expecting you to catch it. Or through me. Yeah, or through you. Yeah. He's like, here, 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 sister Kelsey. Here's a knife. Sister <laughs> Kelsey. It sounded like a nun. Kelsey's sister. <laughs> hey there, sibling Kelsey. <laughs> um, I was gonna say like we should talk about the science in this movie. Well, it's no, it's it's fast and loose. The science with this whole thing is fast. I know and there loose. was something that they say a lot of, and I'm like, that's just like quantum well, physics. Yeah, quantum physics in in Marvel movies. Like, yeah. hey, that makes no sense. Quantum physics. There. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think. I think that's all I have to say about that movie. You have anything else to add, or you? Don't? I think it's a good movie, and I think it, it should yeah. be watched. I don't yeah. think it's boring or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna compare it to Batman. Which Batman? The one we just saw, the new one. I'm gonna say the Batman. No, I'm gonna say as far as rating, should you watch it or not? Okay, you talking about you Batman '89? No. The Batman? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying, okay. like, like, 
<laughs> you wait, no, you're, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, because there's that scene where like Ryan Reynolds has to solve this riddle, otherwise someone's gonna get murdered <laughs> or eaten by rats. <laughs> okay, so I had to kind of go through some mental hurdles with Batman or okay. the Batman. Okay, right? Uh-huh. Because I knew that he was a good performer and he made it happen robert pattinson yeah robert pattinson okay and i was like you should still watch it even though i didn't love it i could still see why it was a good batman okay right yeah okay you don't have to go through those emotional or mental (laughs) hurdles for this one for the adam project yeah because it's it's just a dumb movie like it's Mm -hmm. but it's also clever because of the banter but yeah like i just feel like just watch it it's good yeah 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 for a minute i was like where the fuck is she going with this because sometimes i just don't know where you're gonna take things (laughs) um yeah it's it's a fun movie it's 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 very entertaining it is straight up like turn your brain off you know and just you know enjoy the ride kind of thing it's like a good like how it's a good hour and 46 minutes which they could have maybe trimmed it down to maybe like super tight hour and 30 minutes um i don't think they could have really trimmed it too much i think some of the some of those things they dragged on it was just like but not but not 16 minutes worth maybe six minutes all right all right so a tight hour and 40 minutes yeah okay including credits so an hour (laughs) oh my god an hour and 35 minutes (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah okay just kidding Sometimes uh, I don't know with you. I enjoyed it. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. What do we got next? Next, we are going to do our variety time. All right. My favorite topic ever. Mm-hmm. It's called. Mm-hmm. Do I have to adult? So in, in this week's variety time, since, um, I don't know, we're pretty much just doing kid stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I figure we talk about uh, our childhood uh, aspirations. Is playing catch one of them? No, that part of me is dead. <laughs> it, it can never, you know, can never happen. Ah. And now you're with my own child. <laughs> Daddy, play catch with me. It's dead. You've missed your opportunity. <laughs> Blame your grandfather. <laughs> um, you want to go first? Sure. All right. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? I have like five of them. <laughs> go ahead. Look, I got like 25 of them. Really? Okay. Yeah, I got a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, the youngest, like when I was in first grade, mm. I wrote a book. You like, wrote a book? I wrote a book. Okay. I think I showed it to you. I, I don't know. Uh, it was like a flower cover. Mm-hmm. And like, I drew pictures on the inside and it was typed with like a typewriter. No, you never showed me that. I never did. No, because you, you know, my if you showed me that and you said, could you say it was like typed, right? Because uh-huh. I would have been, my question would have been, what kind of typewriter did you oh use? Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't type it because I couldn't spell. Oh, okay. So who typed it? The teacher. Like they, okay. they sit down with you. Okay. And they like try to ask you like what did what do you want to talk about what you do mm-hmm. for vacation over the summer whatever mm-hmm. and so they help you write your story mm, okay they, you know so they write it for you or you try your best to write it but obviously you can't fucking spell yeah so so they, wait, what what, what uh, how old were you when when this happened five or six years ago it was six years ago 
No. Okay, so you're five or six. Okay. I think I was six. Okay. Because um, my mom was pregnant with my youngest brother uh, at the time. Because okay. that was in the little about the author note in the back. Yeah. <laughs> my mommy's pregnant with my youngest brother. Something like that? Something like that. Oh, yeah. the, you know, the author is six years old and uh, she would like to be a teacher when she grows up. So that's that's why I brought up the book. Because oh, okay. in that author's note, I was like, I want to be a teacher. Really? Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, okay. I'm sorry. Go. On. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, why? Why do you want to become a teacher? I think at that time it was just a lot of fun. Okay. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like being a teacher sounds fun because I had fun, so being a teacher must be fun. <laughs> How wrong you were. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now I'm like, I like teaching people, but, but not other people's kids. <laughs> well, it depends. More, I like, more like teaching Leia, but more like one on one type, t- like mentoring. I like mentoring or, or, tu- or tutoring. Yeah. yeah, but I don't. If I had to stand in front of a, a bunch of teenagers, I think mm. I'd probably kill myself. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, maybe like where I grew up, because it seems like no. the teenagers here are cooler than they were when I was younger. Um, For I think I, I really do. I really think it just depends on the town you're in, you're in or something. Okay, well, really, school is really fucking cool. Okay. Um. So around that same time, mm-hmm. I remember we went to like a firehouse mm-hmm. and, you know, it was like a little field trip. I wanted to be a firefighter. Just around the same age, around six years old? I think I might have been a little bit older, maybe like maybe seven or eight. For a long time, I wanted to be like a stunt car driver. Um, so we had this car. My mom got it for me. It was like 200 bucks from the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, it had an affectionate nickname from my younger brother kyle mm-hmm. he, him and his friends always called it the rolling car on turd rolling car on turds <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus cars are rolling on turds <laughs> no one want to ride that car shit shit no pun intended <laughs> no they called it the rolling turd on wheels because it was a station wagon and it was brown mm-hmm. and, it, and it was a heavy car right mm-hmm. So, I would take it on my way to school every morning. Yeah. I would take back road. Mm. And I would go over a one-lane bridge. Mm. And I would come, like, go uphill. And then I would turn, and I would go downhill. And there was, like, a little crook in the road. Mm. But I was already going, like, 55. I didn't stop. I didn't slow down. And I'm going down. And then all of a sudden, the road kind of, like, drops. Mm-hmm. And I'm going airborne. <laughs> okay and like and i used to do this with my car all the time mm-hmm. like i did it by accident the first time and then after that i did mm-hmm. it on purpose because i was like this is fucking fun you right found, you found your calling i did uh-huh. um but after that car caught on fire <laughs> <laughs> okay uh not related uh-huh. not related incident um my mom gave me her ford escort mm-hmm. it was a 94 seafoam green Ew. You know those bright green ones? She loved that fucking thing. Uh, that speaks volumes about your mom. Your mom does not <laughs> have class or style or anything like I that. I did eventually crash that car, and then me and my husband at the time used it for, like, we would put our trash in there. Because we didn't want to take it all the way to the dumpster. And then we sold it. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. Instead of going to the dumpster, you just throw it in the car? We weren't going to use it. It was totaled. And then we sold it for scrap. And the guy was like, 
Oh, this is gross. I didn't give a shit. I was 18. <laughs> you turned your car into a giant trash can. Yeah. Because it was totaled already. It didn't matter. That's some fucking lazy shit. I don't want to go to the downstairs. I'll throw it in the car. <laughs> how, wait, hold on. Before we continue, how long, how, long did, how long did you keep that up? Until like... Like a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's like years. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, but also it was really gross because at that time he mm. was into trying to get me to like shrimp. Your, hus- your husband? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't like seafood before. Okay. So there were a lot of like... <laughs> Shrimp peels in there. She had to smell them real bad. <laughs> yeah, so that was the, the demise of that car. But anyway, uh-huh. when it wasn't totaled and when I was bringing it to school, um, mm. my mom, my mom, uh, it did not, it did not get airborne. It was too late. Oh, okay, it gotcha. was too late. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't. So that was the the end of that dream. Mm-hmm. Plus this car, it also had a um like the. The something in it was stuck. Like mm. whenever I would push the clutch in, mm. the RPMs would just get higher and higher and higher. Oh, okay. So it was kind of near the end of its life anyway. Yeah. So whatever, it could have all the shrimp pills it wants. <laughs> it could have all the garbage it needs. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It was lime green. Not was lime it? green. It was like seafoam, seafoam green. So seafoam green, and it's trash. Yeah. You essentially had Oscar the Grouch as a vehicle. Yes. <laughs> well, and it was also totaled. Uh huh. Yeah, which is Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Total, <laughs> he's totaled in the head. Um. After that, I want I went to school for networking, mm-hmm. and I decided I wanted to work for the government as like a white hat. But I remember you telling me about this. Didn't you actually get like your your CTT or some sh- or C plus? No, I never got that certification, but I did get okay. my um my associate's degree. Oh, okay. With DeVry. Yeah. Uh, Is the bar still around? Yeah, they're still around, but they're still paying people out the ass for, mm. like, their... Their, their bullshit. Yeah. School. Okay. Like, I am I know that I could probably get money if I could get someone to talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, oh, I wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. That one was important to me. Which you, you know, which you are. I mean, as, as, as C. Robert Cargill says, if you write, you're a writer. And I firmly believe that you you are a writer, but you said you wanted to be something, what a novelist, right? More of a novelist. I wanted to be more of a novelist. Yeah. yeah. So I had this idea where I was going to write this story, mm-hmm. where this guy is like the beginning of the story is this guy is walking along the side of the road. I was eleven. Mm. Okay. And I wanted to write something really fucked up and dark. Sorry. So so he doesn't remember anything. He doesn't even know his name. Mm-hmm. And he's walking up the road, and he comes to the first house he sees, mm-hmm. and there's this woman there, and and he doesn't know her, and they also kind of don't get along when they first <clears throat> see each other. But like she feels compelled to help him or something like that. Yeah, and like you know he's kind of like bleeding from his head or something, mm-hmm. and they don't know each other somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out how to make it work because mm-hmm. she also wouldn't know who he is somehow. Mm-hmm. But come to find out like they would fall in love and at the end of the book they would like figure out that they were brother and sister something <laughs> like that would be like the end of their fucking relationship right i i <laughs> i'm kind of hoping that you would have said like and they decided to work it out no 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 that's for the uh the trauma movie that you showed me. i know that's the thing when you told me that i'm like holy <laughs> shit she crazy before before james gunn wrote it <laughs> 
Um, and then um, the biggest thing I really wanted to be was a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, like movies are, I think, your love language. Singing is more of your love language. Yeah, like I feel like your creative outlet and your ability to like process things mm-hmm. is through movies. Mm-hmm. And I literally could not live my life without music up until mm-hmm. the time I was about maybe twenty. That's the thing. I um I've actually heard you sing before. Like I remember one time we were driving to LA, I think, for the day or something like that. You sang like a Rihanna song uh-huh. in the car. And normally, like, I hate when people sing around me because it's like, oh, you're like seeking for attention or some shit like that, mm-hmm. um, which I felt the same way that time. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but no, when you sing, I was like, oh, she's actually got like a legit voice. Like, I didn't feel like, like, I didn't feel, it didn't feel cringy or, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I guess, maybe living vicariously through Cameron. She has a better voice than I do mm-hmm. um, or did, but she isn't that interested anymore yeah you said so. she's she's thinking about doing theater now right yeah but i think that fits more for personality i think so too yeah um what about you um i want to die that's it Thea. <laughs> uh no uh let me see okay um at, okay when i was little uh i remember i wanted to become uh a boxer um Something about it, like, I remember watching boxing fights, boxing matches, like, on TV, like, on HBO or something like that. Oh, like, the pay-per-view fight? Yeah, like, actual, like, boxers, like, Mike Tyson, Vander mm-hmm. Holyfield, Oscar De La Hoya, stuff like that. That right? shit that used to cost, like, 80 bucks? I know, right? And that's the thing. At like, that time? And that's the thing, like, now boxing seems, like, as a joke, it's all about, like, uh, MMA and stuff, and mixed martial arts and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I remember I wanted to become a boxer at one point. Uh, I remember I wanted to become a garbage man. Uh, and I think the reason for that was there was a show on Fox called Rock. Mm-hmm. And it was, I can't remember the actor's name, but he played like a, it was, it was like, it was a sitcom. It was, let's say like the Cosby show, but a bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the actor, <clears throat> the dude is still, I think the dude's still alive. He did this, he did this show and he played a garbage man. And I liked the show a lot that I actually considered like, being a garbage man, uh, I don't know, just because I thought it was entertaining or some shit like that, or I thought I would enjoy it. Mm. Um, let me see. It was called... Oh, I can't find it. Uh, let me see. Rock <laughs> sitcom. Why would uh, they call it Rock? Yeah. Oh, it was called Rock. R-R-O-C, Rock. Oh. Um, and it was a comedy... It was like a comedy drama. It starred... Uh, Charles S. Dutton, that's why. Because that, that dude, I thought he was really funny on that show. And yeah, it was on Fox. Um, I think at one point, I think I wanted to be a comedian. Because um, uh-huh. everybody, I mean, I tend, I tend to still, I even now I tend to make people laugh anyway. And they, I, I just thought like maybe that was it. But, I, but my fear, um, back then I didn't really have a fear of being in front of people, like being like the center of attention. Now I, I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that never happened. Um, uh, well, it's a good thing, anyways, because actually people laugh because it's out of uh, discomfort. Yeah, yeah. They're not laughing at you. They're just like, "You're really fucking creepy. Get, mm. get away from me, Mark." Why can't they just laugh at me instead? <laughs> um, <laughs> I started getting into like government shit. <laughs> at one point, I wanted to be an assassin. <laughs> 
my plan was hold on this was my plan my plan was to join the military join like special forces and become like an assassin for the cia i remember my mom brought that up to me once she's like do you want to go to be an assassin i was like mom can you stop it please she's like laughing at me um mom would you want to be when you were my age (laughs) yeah right um let me see. I know. I know. At a very early age, I wanted to become uh, like a director or like a, a script writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was like, I believe it was the movie La Bamba was the one I, I saw that movie, and I was just like, oh, I want to like do that. I want to make stories and like do stuff like that. You know, I want to do film and stuff like that. I mean, like it, like that was always in the back of my mind, but it's never like. No one ever pointed it out to you. Exactly. So you could like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I want to do. Yeah. But like, I, I, but like, that's where like my love for film comes from. It's just like I wanted to get into the craft. I wanted to study film and everything. Like that. I used to watch so many movies like so many times over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like I said, that's in the back. That was always in the back of my mind. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to remember what else. Uh, I got a bit older. Oh, I did want to become a stunt car driver mm. because actually I think it goes back to this. Okay. Cause you know how you said you you would drive your car with your brother in the back and you would do like that dip and fly in the he air. He was never in the car with me though. Your brother? When, yeah. Not when I was doing that because uh-huh. he was barely in, he was still in elementary school. Kyle? So, yeah. So we oh, didn't okay. even go to the same school or maybe he was in middle school. Uh huh. But, like, we didn't go to the same school. So. Oh, okay. I so thought... he was going to a different school. He got on the bus, and I took the car to school. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you said that Sometimes brother... I would drive him around, oh, but okay. not go oh, take not him to my that? school. Yeah. Okay. Well, my mom used to kind of do something similar to uh-huh. that. There was a, a hill that crossed over, this small hill that, like, crossed over this um, uh, railroad tracks in Fontana and my mom knew this like if she went fast enough she would actually get air and I would actually like be in the back seat and like lift my body with my hands mm. so when she went like down and up I would like fly in the air and then like land and shit we had a bus driver who would do that I think I had a bus driver who did that too he got put on a different route oh really yeah because <laughs> they found out he was doing that mm-hmm. and people were flying up to the ceiling of the fucking bus and landing on top of the Ooh. fucking backs of the seats and shit uh-huh. people were getting injured and then finally they fucking told like they just moved him yeah and that sucked but um so yeah i know at one point i wanted to be a stunt driver like you um and try to in the world okay so then as i got older i um as I got older, I remember I wanted to. Oh, okay, I, this, I had I had this plan. The CIA thing came back up in my head, right? <laughs> so fucking stupid. The CIA thing came back. Oh no, I take that back. Before that, no lie, punk band. Okay. I wanted to be. I, and I think I, you told me that. And I was for like a split second. We were like, I. It was myself, uh, to Leo, Clint, and I can't remember the other dude's name. The other dude's name, I couldn't remember for the life of me. Um, But we kind of started like this punk band, and I was the lead singer. The reason I was the lead singer is because I couldn't play a fucking instrument. (laughs) But I could write. Like, I was was still writing. I was writing, like, poems and songs and stuff like that. And we were trying it. We practiced. We actually practiced a few times in in Clint's, uh, his parents' garage. But we never went any further than that. What was the name of the band? Like... Define 38 or some shit like that. It was some stupid name. I can't remember. 
and like I say, we were like a, we were a punk band. Um. So then I got like I got a bit older, um, and I had a plan, right? Like I said, CIA thing came back up. Uh, Here was my plan: I was going to join the Marines, Special Forces again, or some shit like that, and then uh, join SWAT team. Okay. I was actually going to join SWAT team, but that didn't happen. But what happened was I was still going to join the Marines, but I was going to become a bomb expert. Oh, you were going to do um, like disposal ordinance, ordinance and stuff like that, right? And this is at the time where George Bush Jr. started the Iraq War. Uh huh. And I remember, like, when I signed up to become a bomb expert, the guy who the recruiter was like. Shit, man, you crazy. Yeah, you're gonna die. I know, right? But like, I, I just, I wanted to do it because I like tinkering with shit like that. Like, something about it was so fucking interesting. I actually wanted to learn it. Uh huh. Plus, there was a few movies I saw where like people were bomb experts and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, <laughs> that, so that never happened. That never happened at all. Um, let me see. I swear there's something else I wanted to be. Let me see. I said boxer. Oh, now I remember. Teacher. That was, uh-huh. that was one of the things I also wanted to be a teacher, but I wanted to become a film teacher. Like I actually had this this dream of getting to the film business, um, making like a few movies, and then like either writers or director, and then become like a college professor in film studies. That's what I, I really wanted to. And one of the reasons I wanted to do that is because, you know, as Kelsey knows this, and a lot of people know this, that like I love talking about film uh-huh. to the point where like. I break it down to almost to like a science and like the idea of like teaching that to the next generation and like opening up discussions about film and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I just love that idea. Was that one off the table? <sighs> kind of. Cause I don't want to be a teacher. No. Cause from everybody who, 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 who I've encountered or somebody who knew somebody who's a teacher, it's not a habit. It's, it's not fun. It's like a very miserable life. I think it's because it doesn't pay and yeah, you have homework to grade. Well, not only that, like it depends on where you're at. You know, you can be, let's say like you're a film teacher in like high school. You're, you're only working for so long. You're dealing with like these snot-nosed kids who probably don't want to do, who actually don't want to do this shit. You're dealing with the parents. Like, no, no, it's, but professor though is different. But they still don't get paid very much. They don't get paid very much. And normally like that's kind of like a side gig for them. Yeah. They're just doing that here and there. Like, I've had a bunch of, like, uh, film professors, and that's just, like, their part-time job. They they own studios, or they work on scripts, or they work on movies and stuff like that. It's never, like, a permanent thing for them. Yeah. Um, but I know, like, the one thing that that I did want to be, and actually kind of, well, not kind of, actually getting paid to do it now, is, is writing. Um, even though it's not, like, full-on script writing. It's like a step forward, mm-hmm. which is like, that's like one thing I'm like actually pretty happy about. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I went to school for it and like, I'm actually like doing something with it and hopefully it's going to turn into something about, actually, I know it is because it's kind of getting in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, this is like the place I'm at now. Like, I like where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Like it really works well with my schedule and it's very laid back, but I'm already like, okay, I'm going to start thinking, I'm already thinking about like my next move, like not to like sabotage my shit which i have a bad habit of doing but to a point where i'm like all right where do i see myself like in two years or in a number of uh or like some i think a, a goal like that's okay mm-hmm. just i feel like you're very one-dimensional with that how do you mean 
Um, because you have this job and it's perfect because you can work more on things, but you're mm. already kind of worried about what you're going to do next instead of worrying about what you can do now. Yeah. Like we still haven't even done our creative day. No, I know. I, well, I know. And that's another thing. See, that's another thing that's kind of like, that's making me like, okay, so what do I want to do like later down the line? And that, and part of like trying to do our creative day, it's like, that's going to add to it. That's going to help me get to that point. Yeah. You know, because like, you know, I'm like writing about film but in the marketing angle but not like the way i would want to talk about film it's more just like the business side about film yeah which is cool and all it's helped me it's like helped me learn shit but it's not something i want to do i don't see myself doing that for like in in 10 years down the line gotcha so yeah i forgot to mention i want to be a social worker why (laughs) um i realized when i was about 16 that i really I didn't grow up very well. Oh, like, so you wanted... And I wanted to help other kids in bad situations, mm. but then I realized very quickly uh-huh. that I was probably going to kill myself. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. You just remind me another job that I was thinking about doing. It was so <laughs> fucking stupid. Hear me out. Okay. No lie. I wanted to become a priest. Mm, oh, yeah. You told me that. I wanted to become a priest because I wanted to, like, study the occult and, like, Fight. I want it to be John Constantine. <laughs> and now we are going to do our geriatric cinematic of Randall Kleiser's The Flight of the Navigator. When you're just growing up, every day is a new discovery. But nothing David Freeman has ever experienced will prepare him for the adventure that lies ahead. Sit down. I think there's been some sort of mistake. Your brain contains data necessary to get me and my friends home. I'm just a kid. You are the navigator. Walt Disney Pictures presents a new adventure fantasy. What are you doing? Above and beyond the ordinary. Take me back! Okay. Oh, no! Fight of the Navigator. Do something! You're the Navigator, not me. 20,000 feet and falling. Come on, one of these hasn't started. the key to an adventure on the most fantastic hot rod in the universe this film came out in 1986 so you know it sucks because it you know came out before i was born (laughs) oh my god if i wasn't born before it it sucks (laughs) uh the synopsis is in 1978 a boy travels eight years into the future and has an adventure with an intelligent wisecracking alien ship Directed by Randall Kleiser, written by Michael Burton and Phil Jonu. Uh, stars Joey Kramer, Paul Rubens, Clifty Young, Veronica Cartwright, and Sarah Jessica Parker. So, yeah, um, 1986, Flight of the Navigator. I remember this actually coming on a lot, like on the Disney Channel growing up. <laughs> what was funny? Just because of, of the fucking negative remarks in it all the time. What do you mean? Like in the movie, he oh. calls someone retarded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The that's dog's right. name is Loser. That's oh yeah. That that's right. Even um, the the quote that I pulled for the beginning of the show. Oh yeah, twink. Uh, uh, 
um, is, was, hey, Blimpo, too many Twinkies. Yeah, it's like fat jokes and shit yeah. like that. So, and, but like, not, I mean, not only that, like, not only if like the, now considers the standard, the insensitive jokes, but like, it was like, this thing was actually kind of dark. I didn't realize it was dark when I watched it until maybe like a couple years ago. I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, that is kind of fucked up. And then rewatching it. The idea that like you're a kid, you fall and you wake up eight years later and you're like, everybody thought I was dead. And so you there's like this almost 10 year gap of like, what the fu- like you have to like fully like readjust your mind because you essentially have gone through like this traumatic like experience. The part of me, mm. <laughs> you know, that dark part of me, mm. I don't care if you're a kid or not. It's a great fucking horror concept for a kid. Uh because you always worry, like, how, what would my life be like without my family? Or, mm-hmm. like, what if uh, one day I I was, like, what if I was born in another country? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I was dealing with, like, whatever other, you know, like, so to put yourself in that mindset where you're, like, mm-hmm. what if my whole entire fucking world changed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, you, 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 you like, it's like that whole thing. It reminds me of, like, uh. This, okay, this is like a spoiler for Avengers Endgame if you haven't watched it. But like the part where like uh, Scott Lang gets out of the, the quantum zone mm-hmm. and he, or quantum realm and he realized five years has gone by and he's like missed his daughter growing up and shit like that. Like that, that kind of like fucks with your head. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, no one gives a shit what I think about. What did Kelsey think about it? Um, I want them to remake the movie. You know what? They are remaking it. It's going to really? be directed. I saw someone. It's going to be directed by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, it's going to be good then. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a legit director. Um, because I didn't like this movie, but I thought the premise was <laughs> <Okay>. great. <laughs> Why did you like this movie? Because it's just a kid in a spaceship the whole time. Like, for most of the movie, he's just in a ship, and he's just arguing with a fucking ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, in, uh, last year, uh, Disney to reboot Fly the Navigator with Bryce Dallas Howard at the helm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was reported by a Hollywood reporter that they are going to do a remake of, of this movie. Um, but there's no, there's no talk about like what's, how's it going to be, if it's going to be set in the same time frame or like whatever, or casting or anything like that. Um, yeah, for the, for the most part, like the kid doesn't really get on the ship. Until like almost a fifty minutes into the movie, he's not on. He's not on the ship until then, right? Uh-huh. And like you said, most of the time he is just kind of arguing with the. He's just kind of arguing with the ship, like, "Take me here, no, take me there." Like, what are you doing? Like, I need to go here, and the ship's like, "No, I need what's in your brain." Yeah. Um, Which is like, okay, just get what you need from the kid's brain and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just drop him off. Yeah, um, I. After, like, watching it, I kind of still do like it. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of does remind me of the Adam Project. Not in the sense of, like, the concept of the same, but just as, like, this is just a this is just an entertaining movie to just watch with your kids. Like, there's really nothing deep about it other than, like, I don't know, missing home or, or I don't know, missing your family or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like... I hate the movie just because I don't hate the movie. <laughs> I know you said, "Hey, I'm like fuck." <laughs> I don't necessarily like the movie just because it's not directed well. 
Mm, okay. But that's what I'm saying. I like the premise, and like the kid was a good actor mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, and I, I and I really like the premise of the movie. I just uh, where was I going with this? You just you just hate the movie. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hate the movie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Randall Kleser, Kleser, Kleser. Whoa, this dude's got credit. Holy shit. All right, so this is the dude's work, okay? Let me see. Okay, so The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, okay? I didn't watch that. TV movie, John Travolta, 1976, actually pretty good. Grease. Oh, okay. He directed Grease, Blue Lagoon, which is the movie that got Brooke Shill's notice, Big Top Pee-wee, that's the second Pee-wee Herman movie, not that great. Uh, He did White Fang. Uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Uh, let me see what else. Grease XR? What the fuck is that? Love Rick. Okay, so like this is the dude who'd like direct Grease. He seems and, like he had like one or two like really big mm-hmm. first time movies. And then he sounds like he did a lot of like, this is the second iteration of this franchise. Yeah. And it's not that good. Yeah, it's like going downhill after that. Maybe like White Fang, but that's kind of a nostalgia kind of thing for White Fang. But yeah, yeah, Honey, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Fuck. Yeah, that's after Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, that's... Uh, how do you feel about Honey, I, I Shrunk the Kids? I loved that movie growing up, but it was kind of scary. I, I don't really like that movie. It made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that movie. Um. So anyway, anyway. Okay, so the kid, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the young boy's uh, Joey Kramer? Um, so you were saying that like he's he does all right and and he does his acting is all right like here and there, right? Yeah. In the movie, there's like one scene where I thought his acting was like legit. It was that part where he was in the hospital and he was like, "Mom, Dad, like what?" Yeah, happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you see the tears coming. I'm yep. like, "Oh shit!" Like that's like actually good as that's like the only great time. Yeah. He's acting well, but like. I, 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 I would, <laughs> he could have done worse when he was in the ship. You were like, oh, yeah, that great acting where he was like pretending that the ship was like jostling. Oh, him. yeah, right. But I think he could have done worse. And I have seen worse. That's true. That's Efron- true. Especially from like adults. Like, think mm-hmm. Star Trek. <laughs> you talking about Will Wheatley? No, the old Star Treks where they oh. were like every time the ship gets hit oh, and they're they, all they, they, they throwing were like, themselves. They would, uh, what's the thing called? Shatner that shit. Like, just. <clears throat> Like dramatic yeah. thrown around. He yeah. did better than that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, like it's it's funny. Like the the movie's called Fly of the Navigator, and the selling point is like the kids on the ship. He goes through, travels through space and whatever like that. And but, time. I know, right? But like he only he like he literally goes up and then forward and goes around the planet like a few times, and then like then um, he has to get back home, and he doesn't know how to get back home. Like that's it. Yeah, like his brain never connects. Like he gets, he has all these star charts and all this information. He can mm-hmm. understand this alien language, but he can't actually understand it. It's just in his brain. Yeah. So he never makes that connection. Yeah. And the and the ship, the ship, it's like, I don't know how to get you home. <laughs> yeah, the ship's like, if I bring you home, you're going to be vaporized. Yeah, yeah. If I yeah, can, like if, if I bring you, past, yeah, yeah, if I bring you back to the past, to mm-hmm. your time, you're just going to die. Yeah, it's funny, like. And then nothing happened. Nothing dramatic happened. Nothing like you're not like oh shit. Like this is scary. It's just mm-hmm. like okay, he's going back in time. Okay, he's home. I know, right? Like I, 
like I said, it's been a while since I watched this movie, and for some reason, I kept remembering that like instead of like him going back in time, you know, back to eight years before he like uh, like at the moment where he like knocked out, I kept thinking like, oh no, he goes on this journey with this with the ship. Like he can never go back home because the government would always be after him. You know, he can never have a normal life. He doesn't want to be a headache to his family or anything like that. For some reason, I kept thinking like, oh no, he like leaves the planet and goes away. Um, but that didn't happen. No. And, I, and honestly, I, I think it, the movie might have been better if that happened. If he just like, like float away on more adventures or some shit like that. <laughs> like maybe that's his uh, the doctor's origin story. Oh, the time lord. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um. Okay, so this film was this. This is like one of this is one of the earlier films in cinema where like they actually use like CGI effects and stuff like that. Now I know it's I know it does not stand up against you know the greatness that is uh, the Adam Project, but put your mind back to 1986. What did you think of the effects for 1986? They yeah. were good. Yeah, they, I think they I think they were very good. Yeah. Like the part, like the ship kind of like, not kind of did like that whole kind of sharpening kind of thing and like flight across like the ocean and shit like that. Uh, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it just made me think of when Anaconda came out and I thought that was great. Oof. Dear <laughs> lordy. That was bad. <laughs> like after a couple of years, I was like, oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> this is like Hercules type, like TV CGI. But I, at that time I was like 10 and I'm like, this is great. Seriously. Um, and, uh, okay, so what did you think about, like, the, 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 like, the creatures, the animatronics and stuff like yeah, that? they were cheesy as fuck. Even that, even that little, that little... That one was the cheesiest one. I thought that thing was cute. I know, because it was cheesy. That would have been hilarious if, you know, he, because he takes that thing with him back to the past, right? Uh-huh. And if it just grows up, it, like, it does, it does the gremlins effect. They start, Magua start coming out of this fucking thing, and then they transform into Gremlins at midnight and just start eating everybody on the planet and shit like that. Yeah, it's like essentially the spaceship is like getting the specimens for learning about the species and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that's an adult, whatever it is. The the machine, the Max. Yeah, well, who knows? Like, who knows if that creature that Max got was full like full grown does he know enough about the thing or is he just like here you can have it it's cute right now I know he did say like oh it's harmless but for how long is the question like how do you know it's harmless if you're just picking things up Uh, to like learn about them um let me see I'm trying to get some trivia about this shit uh the second film released under Disney banner to to contain profanity I don't remember hearing any profanity Maybe by like not like today's standard. Maybe like he said like butthead or something like that. Well, he did say butthead, but also retarded. Retarded, yeah. That's true. I didn't think he said butthead. I think he said butt face. Oh yeah, he did say butt face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I call Cadence a butt face. Yeah, but that's like that's like that comes from a place of an, what, endearment. Yeah, a place of love. <sighs> the dog's name is Loser, and he called uh, someone a blimpo, not to eat too many Twinkies. <sighs> Chris O'Donnell audition for the role of, of david the main kid really who's that Robin. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see if 
BBC. When asked how long trips they developed, yeah, there's nothing really interesting trivia about the thing, other than like the fact that like Jerry Kramer. I don't know. You kind of Joey Kramer. Yeah, sorry, Joey Kramer. Joey Kramer. I play David Freeman. You got a sense that like if if he if this kid if Joey Kramer made this movie now like as uh, he's a kid, Flight of the Navigator is made now. He would have. I don't know. I think he, he would probably have, would have stripped the ship for parts. <laughs> I was gonna say he was gonna. Have, he probably had like a prominent like acting career, but fuck, never mind. <laughs> well, after his rap sheet you read me last night, I know, right? That, and that that's what it makes. It just reminds me of like how how uh, ch- children actors like around that age. Oh, no, actually, it would. Fuck, it probably. I mean, you can go as recent as maybe like 10, maybe 15 years ago, where like these childhoods actors and actresses and stuff like that, they end up like kind of fucked up. They get into drugs. Well, Colin Culkin and everything. He he it, got into drugs, too, and he finally... Actually, he never did drugs. He never did? He actually said that he's never done drugs. He did used to drink, but one of the things that kind of fucked him up was just his family, and especially his father. Oh. That's what like really messed him up. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, he got into some serious drinking. He, he admitted that he was like drunk while shooting harry potter several times Mm. um but yeah like because like i actually feel bad about the dude joey kramer because like even if you type his name up the first picture that shows up is like his 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 uh, mugshot mugshot i'm like oof poor kid (laughs) um let me see what else is oh paul rubin what do you think of paul rubin as max remember i thought he was black you thought he was black and i was like yes Yes. He's, yes, he was black. <laughs> I, I was still looking for that validation that he does kind of sound like it sometimes. Paul, that, but that was totally Paul Rubin. Like when he did his laugh and everything? Yeah, later. But I'm yeah. talking about when he first started talking. It's a, I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, it was the, the voice modulation kind of yeah. like really threw you off and stuff like that. But I remember watching that and hearing that laugh. I was like, oh, shit, that's Paul Rubin. But it, it wasn't until after he does the laugh. Yeah. That you're like, oh, it's Paul Rubin. But back then, but in the movie, he's, 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 uh, his name is Paul, Paul Mall, I think. Paul Mall, yeah. Yeah, before he becomes yeah, Paul Rubens. You know, the name of cigarette company. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Call me Paul Mall. It's my favorite cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so how about this? Okay, so let's say, you know, after we watched, you know, we, we talked about the Adam Project and we talked about uh, Fly the Navigator going back in the past and everything. If you could go, if you could talk to your younger self, what advice would you give them? Um... I don't know. No, no helpful. You can think of any helpful advice that might steer you, maybe in the direction. I mean, there there are people who will say like, "Oh, invest in Apple," or or some uh, like invest no, in Amazon. No, not like that. No, I, like, I think like I think the only thing I would ever say to myself is like, um, I honestly don't know because I was actually way more positive when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So if I said anything to myself. Mm-hmm. I would just basically be like, maybe starting my depression sooner, like, so or making it worse sooner. Like, if you told something, if you told, if you get, wait, hold on, let me see if I can get this right. Hold on, if your future self 
talk to your younger self, you would tell it to get depressed sooner? No, I'm saying if I said anything. Oh, it, it would make cause, you. De- yeah, really? Because, because I was more positive when I was younger. I, I feel like you would you would say something really that would turn like why? I'm confused by this. Why? I don't know. Like, you, like really, when I was younger, I trusted people more. Mm-hmm. I actually could love people better. Mm-hmm. Like, I always had this idea that something better was coming around the corner. Okay. And then, uh, you know, time after time, that ended up not being true until after, like, I f- basically got divorced. Okay, so you wouldn't, like, go, you wouldn't tell your younger self, like, hey, just be a little bit more careful. Or, like, just, like, just know that it's not going it, to, like, like, you wouldn't say, like, it's going to go bad, but it will get better. No. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I guess I have a bad taste in my mouth with how badly things were. Yeah. And then even after that part ended, mm-hmm. my depression got the worst it ever had been. Mm. So, like, I'm, I still feel like I'm kind of barely crawling out of that. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I kind of figured. I, I thought that you would try to, like, give yourself, like, advice about, like, at least it, at least you, to, like, Remind, oh, you know remind yourself of hope that there is hope at the end. Like there's, there's light at the end one of the table. thing. Okay. Having kids is the best thing that you ever did mm. because they're little fucking shits sometimes. <laughs> but, but. Now I okay go I'm sorry go. On. But uh-huh. the age that they are now, uh-huh. they make me feel like I'm a good person. Like. Mm-hmm. They make me feel good about myself. Like, they actually love me, and they're mm. teaching me about who I am, too. Okay. All right. So, it's not all It's not all dour. It's not all, not, it's not all despair. No. Like, I know there's a lot of good things, but I couldn't think of advice to give to myself. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, it's not even like, you know, here's a formulated plan or anything like that. But just like a... It's just like a, a few words of motivation. Like, hey, I'm your future self. Just to let you know, it's going to get bad. But trust me, it's, it will get better. S- something as simple as that. Because mm. sometimes when you're a child, that's all you fucking need. It's just like, it's going to get better. I'm, I'm kind of weird about motivation. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't even motivate yourself. <laughs> I am. Look, when I was in the military. Okay. I always hated it when there were people on the sidelines or running with you. Like, come on, you could do it. You could do it. Um, I just wanted to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I have my own inner motivation. I don't need people to tell me what to do. All right, I'm no longer motivating you jack shit anymore. No, well, I ask for your help. I don't like it when it when I'm not asking for it. When people right, think they're doing. Will, okay, okay, but see, that's the thing. You don't. You rarely ask. So I'm just, and I normally have to be like. What's wrong? Like, let's talk. Let's let's go. But you over do it right because you're not doing it every five minutes. Okay, so I'm just gonna stop doing it until you tell. <laughs> until oh you tell. Oh my god! <laughs> I, can't, I can't motivate you anymore. That's it. You're not motivating me, anyways. You're supporting me. There's a difference. Can't do that either. Because <laughs> that's what those people were doing. They were supporting. Like, come on, you can do it. Come on. That's like that's supporting. That's you can you can run. No, it's annoying. Oh my god! Damn. It, you know what? It distracts me from. <laughs> Keeping my head in the game. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna say something. Like honestly, don't take it offense. I'm not. I'm not saying it, and to be to be mean or anything like that. What you're saying kind of reminds me of what Amy says about charity. 
Really? It kind of reminds me of that because like, or 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 or, or, or empathy or sympathy or anything like that, right? It kind of reminds me of what, how Amy views that, like as a sign of weakness. That's you. Be, that's you. 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 To me, it seems like you view it as a sign of annoyance. Like, like fucking stop! I can do well, it. I know where it comes from. Yeah. Like I know where it comes from. Okay. And it's not because like oh I don't like people helping me or whatever. It's mm-hmm. just I've never had anyone fucking helping me. So you. all of a sudden, if someone's helping me, I'm uh. like, I can stand on my own two feet. Thanks. <laughs> you gonna tell you? Would've, you probably would have said that to your future self. <laughs> like thanks, I can stand on my own two feet. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, if I could go into the past. And give myself some advice. It would honestly, it would probably would be, it would probably be like, hey man, like, fucking finish school, like, stop, fu- like, because I, I did a lot of. One of the reasons why it took me so long to even just get my fucking associate's degree is I fucked around a lot. I did a lot of drinking, a lot of drugs, a lot of partying instead of like, maybe I should like actually study something I want to do. You know, that's why like, I'm close to forty. I'm finally like doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. To some extent, so I probably would have like, I probably would have went back and just been like, "Hey, you can still, you can still do the drugs, you can still do the drinking, but like, tone it down, tone it down, and just focus on getting, focus on your film, on what you want to do with film." You know, because you're so good at telling yourself I know, that you're right? not going to drink or you're not going to get shit faced. We'll see. Maybe if I had a future self come back and tell me, would have been different. <laughs> Well, I think right now you are your future self. Okay. So, so when whenever you tell yourself that oh, you're not going to get shit faced, I know, I know, I know. Another thing I would tell my my past self to dump a certain girlfriend. <laughs> well, the girlfriend, the girlfriend I was with, see, I don't even want to say her fucking name because I hate her so much. The girl I was with coming out of high school. Oh mm-hmm. no, the girl I was with in my senior year. I would I would with the, my past self and be like, you need to dump that bitch like right fucking now just <laughs> do it man just fucking do it of course what would have helped <laughs> it would have helped yeah no you changed that one thing oh but then my daughter wouldn't have been born damn it yeah sacrifice had to be made exactly <laughs> otherwise so, i'd have been like i wouldn't have married cisco no 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 sacrifice has to be made you know, meaning I would tell my past self to dump that girl and then whatever. I would never have my daughter. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, all right. So uh, Flight, of the Nav- Flight of the Navigator, do you think it still holds up? No. I agree. doesn't hold up. It still has a nostalgia love for it. I And it has a good premise. It has so a good it's pre- not just a shit movie. Yeah. Yeah. It has a good premise. Um I am very curious to see what Bryce Dallas Howard does with her, with her version because she's she's a she's actually a very good director. She's directed several Star Wars episodes. Um, she's directed. Uh, she probably would have done better uh, directing that finale of Mandalorian season two. Oh, uh, what's the finale? Three, season three. You talking about you talking about Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, you talking about book. <laughs> Gotcha. That's funny. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, but she did that Black Mirror episode, too. The one... Oh, you never got to that season. You, like, stopped I couldn't. Or... I was in bad stages of my depression. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if you're future self, came back in the past and said, hey. You know what? what? I, I think I know why I don't want to talk to my past self. It's just because I want to look forward. You just want to look forward? Yeah, I don't want to talk to my old self. That person is not, mm. is too naive. That's true. Yeah. I, I wouldn't feel good talking to that person because that's looking back. You know, I, I, I saw this quote once. Uh, I read this quote. It said, if you think of your past self and it gives you chills, like kind of makes you like feel disgusted. Like cringe? Yeah. It just means you learn from that and you know that you've become a better person. Yeah. Hopefully. You know. And it's not cringe like I actually hated that person. It's just like, oh, you've got so much coming your way. Yeah. And it's not all good. Yeah. So just move forward. That's what I'm doing. Okay. All right. All right. Fuck me for asking that fucking question. Yeah, Shit. fuck you. Jesus. You know what's funny? Hmm. I interviewed that actress. Mm-hmm. I literally asked her the same question. What? 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 Uh, if you can go, if you can tell your past self something. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Don't tell me. I actually want to read it because I. Wait, is it interesting or not interesting? Um. I think it's. I don't know. I like how she t- sells things. Oh, okay. So okay. it's not that I think her answer was super unique, but mm. she's so fucking passionate. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. All right. Well, I look forward to reading that. Um, well, you can actually hear it after I write the article. Yeah, I'll read it when you write the article. I'm not going to write everything that we spoke about. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll wait. <laughs> Eerily waiting. Um, all right. Is that it? Yes. All right. So this is going to be the end of the show. Yeah. We, we like to thank everybody for joining us on this week's episode. Uh, we especially like to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Um, uh, I, I, the, the, forgive me, the writer, the, the person who did the, who did the leg work uh, at South by Southwest was just fucking killing it. Like, uh, your entertainment corner was at South by Southwest. They were interviewing folks and everything. Was his name so, Darren? I, I I don't remember. I know that's the name that keeps popping up for yeah. me. Um, but yeah, that website was just killing us. South by Southwest. I've actually never been there, but you know I bucket I list, I, huh? Bucket list. It's one of my bucket lists. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So all for all your uh, film news, TV news, and reviews, go to yourentertainmentcorner.com. Uh, you can find this podcast on all podcast catchers, uh, Spotify, Amazon, all the other places. Um, next episode. Next week's episode. Uh, we had one idea, but Kelsey fucking threw a wrench in that. What was it again? We were gonna review Master. Uh, the Regina Hall starring film that's coming on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. However, Kelsey found out that A24 has this really intense movie called X coming out. Ty West's <laughs> latest horror film. And she was like, we're fucking doing this, Mark. <laughs> she put me in a, in a head like, we're fucking doing this. I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, and I give you noogies so hard that you're losing your hair. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so yeah, X uh, comes out in theaters on March 18th. If you folks don't feel safe going to the theater, don't worry about it, but we're going to check it out. Um, with that, we're going to do our geriatric cinematic, which is 1979's Taurus Trap. So I think this is funny. We did For this episode, we did a very kid-friendly set of films. Talk about our childhood, what we wanted to be and everything. Uh, got a little dark a couple times. Um, but next week's episode, it's just 
fucking whore to slasher films and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be on the opposite side of that spectrum. Um, so 1979's Tourist Trap is streaming on Shudder, AMC+, Tubi TV, or available to rent on Amazon uh, at the time of this recording. Uh, the topic for that it is let's have a slashing good time. Didn't swear this time. <laughs> Didn't swear this time. Um, yeah, so that can be it for, that's going to be it for our show. Yeah. I don't have anything clever to say or anything funny to say. Do you ever? I think I do all the time. Just not now because. <sighs> the problem with thinking that you have something clever to say all the time mm-hmm. is that it's not true. <laughs> <laughs>